Hare Krishna. Shrimad Bhagavatam begins with the first three verses which we just recited. And those verses are narrated by Srila Vyasadev. They are written by Vyasadev. This is Mangala Charan by Vyasadev. And uh, <clears throat> after uh, narrating the Mangala Charan, the whole discussion starts with the Sutta Goswami path. Sipada Sutta Goswami is is with the rishis of Nemisharanya. He is sitting in uh, with Nemisharan in Nemisharanya with the rishis of eighty eight thousand rishis. <clears throat> Sutta Goswami Pad is a disciple of Shri Vyasadev. Sutta Goswami Pad is a personality who got an opportunity, got a fortune to hear the entire Shrimad Bhagavatam from Shri Shukdev Goswami. When Shukdev Goswami was narrating Shrimad Bhagavatam to Maharaj Parikshit. Sutta Goswami was sitting next to him and hearing the entire narration from Shukadeva Goswami. And Shukadeva Goswami's focus was not only on Maharaj Parikshit, but his focus was also on Sutta Goswami path. Because Parikshit was going to depart to the abode of the Lord and it was Sutta Goswami path who was going to narrate the entire Shumat Bhagatam again to the Rishis of Naimisharanya. So Shukadeva Goswami gave a lot of attention to Sutta Goswami as well. <clears throat> So Sutta Goswami path, he, he is a very elevated Vaishnava, not an ordinary Vaishnava. 88,000 rishis, they gathered together in Naimisharanya for what purpose? The purpose was world peace. They were concerned about the people in general, the population in general, because Krishna has departed and the Kaliuga has started and Kaliuga has started showing its influence. So they wanted that there should be some arrangement by which there is all auspiciousness all around. So Rishis of Naimisharanya, they gathered together, 88,000 Rishis, it's not easy, 88,000 Rishis, they gathered at Naimisharanya with one cause, the cause was world peace. And they were aware that that world peace can be achieved only by taking shelter of Krishna. But why, why did they start doing Yajna? And why did they stop abruptly? Can you imagine you started a sacrifice, a thousand sacrifice which was supposed to go on for 1000 years. And that sacrifice was abruptly stopped because of one person arrives on the, arrives on the scene. That means you can understand how valuable that personality is. When Rishis of Nemisharana were engaged in doing that sacrifice, at that time, Suto Goswami comes there. And as soon as they see Suto Goswami, they stop their sacrifice. And they said amongst each other that there is no need for this endeavor anymore. Because why? Because we have got the association of Suto Goswami path and Mahabhagavata. So now let us take shelter of Suto Goswami path. That's what they are saying. So some someone might ask what what was the reason why such an such an great effort was put that all of them they congregated together and such yagya was started. The, there was a there was a pre-discussion on this actually. That when such great souls they come, we shall stop the yagya and they should take shelter and hear Harikatha from such uh, a great Vaishnava. Previously as well, in the ancient times, a lot of sacrifice sacrifices were performed so that sadhus can be attracted the sadhu, whenever there is sacrifice there is an event sadhus used to come 
and then there is an opportunity to hear from them the glories of lord shri krishna in the first chapter shonagadi rishis they glory they glorified suta goswami they gave him elevated seat and they glorify suta goswami path and they had full faith in an understanding that suta goswami path is a bona fide vaishnava in a bona in a bona fide representative of vyasadev and that's why they asked six questions to suta goswami path what is the ultimate benefit for mankind what is for what reason did lord krishna take birth from devaki describe the wonderful deeds of lord krishna when he assumed the forms of brahma rudra etc for what purpose uh, for, for the purpose of creating maintaining and destroying of the universe then can you please fully describe the activities of lord hari's incarnation in the universe and where has religion taken shelter that krishna has that retired to his own abode now where is the religion <clears throat> and then suta goswami before he replies he said he offers prayers to his guru that is shukadev goswami and then he begins replying to them <clears throat> suta goswami begins describing the relevance of the sages inquiry it is very important that when you as get association of such great personalities you have proper inquiries with you otherwise you are you otherwise you say to him oh this this person has said this this person has said that you know that is not sadhu sanga ha huh? Barack Obama said this. Shonak Ji said this. You know this happened today in India. So all these things to a sadhu is not appropriate. When you get association of sadhus, it's very important you ask questions which are related to your benefit and how can one get out from the cycle of birth and death. That is the main inquiries. And we should very closely and carefully observe the character and. a personality of a sadhu and we should build our character and our personality based on his character that is sadhu sanga that is sadhu sanga hmm? so he was stressing the importance of the process of self realization and it is and its uh, goal what is the goal of self realization is devotional service to krishna and suta goswami further explains that since krishna is the absolute truth one must all satisfy krishna by devotional service and then the gradual progression of the consciousness as one overcomes the effects of mode of nature and attains pure devotional service through proper hearing of shrimad bhagavatam by regular hearing of shrimad bhagavatam all the contamination in the heart is is removed that's why shri prabhupada established this process of nityam bhagavata sevaya ha huh? there is there is a process of saptah shravan right which we are doing this but this is also part of nityam bhagavata sevaya hmm? we're not stopping nityam bhagavata nityam bhagavata sevaya is there is going on propad established emphasized that every day shrimad bhagavatam has to be discussed that's why he started that every day every morning there should be shrimad bhagavatam classes he emphasized on this point and that's why he elaborately wrote purports commentaries on every verse imagine a situation where this personality was traveling across the globe and then he had no time so during the during the night he used to get up early in the morning and he used to write commentaries on bhagavatam for what purpose so that in the future the hari krishna devotees will take advantage of this writings and discuss and churn the subject matter unfortunately hari krishna devotees have no time for bhagavatam i'm sorry but we have no time for bhagavatam bhagavatam is food for soul just like we need food for for nourishment of the body we might be healthy or we might be sick 
in both the circumstances we need food but the food for soul is shrimad bhagavatam is krishna's name krishna's fame krishna's pastimes this is all in shrimad bhagavatam <clears throat> so sutuko somipad explains that lord krishna's position is beyond the modes of material nature and therefore instructs that those serious about liberation worship him only for the for the goal of our life is is attaining the lotus feet of the supreme lord shri krishna and this chapter ends with a description of how the lord uh, through his transcendental uh, how the lord is supreme lord is transcendent to the material world and how he first creates the material universe material world and the, how he maintains it then in the third chapter of shrimad bhagavatam there uh, there are krishna is the source of all the incarnations he describes one after another narada vyasa and so many different incarnations are mentioned by sutu goswami path and after describing all the various incarnations he come to a point where he says ete chancha kalapam sam krishnastu bhagavan swayam he saying that all the incarn all the incarnations which i have listed right now they're all ete chancha they are krishna's ansha or anshas of ansha of lord shri krishna ete chancha kalapam sam krishnastu bhagavan swayam who is the supreme the krishna is the supreme personality of godhead this is not just confirmed in bhagavatam but this is also confirmed elsewhere also in brahma samhita ishvara parama krishna sachitananda vigraha anadir adir govinda sarva karanam karanam lord shiva says that krishna brahma ji says that all the veda says all the shastra says in bhagavad gita lord says also vedaja sarve raham eva vedyam from the vedas i am to be known ha huh? and the person i am the personality to be known from the vedas but it's our misfortune you know that uh, we don't uh, our hum- human life is wasted and we don't uh, make our efforts in you know, in taking shelter of lord shri krishna <clears throat> and uh, further he also describes sutta goswami also describes that shrimata bhagavatam that shrimata bhagavatam has appeared in this world when when lord krishna departed for the for his own abode what happened krishna comes in this world for a purpose what is his purpose krishna has a mission to perform when krishna comes in this world his mission is to attract all the conditioned souls towards him right and that's his that's his mission so he comes here performs pastimes and people devotees they get they see his pastimes they get attracted they fell in love with him and they go back so one might say how is his mission going on now his mission is going on now कृष्ण स्वधाम पगते धर्म ज्ञानादि सह कलौ नष्ट मृषादेश just like krishna takes various incarnations right which are the incarnations kurma varaha matsya ramachandra parshurama so many incarnations he takes similarly similarly lord krishna appears in this age of kali in the form of shrimad bhagavatam and how does it how does the mission of the lord continues the devotees of the devotees of the lord they glorify krishna's name fame past times from the bhagavatam they broadcast the glory shri prabhupad broadcast the glories 
of Lord Krishna, his name, his fame, his pastime from Shrimad Bhagavatam. And Lord Krishna's glory is so powerful. Bhagwan ki kirti mein, Bhagwan ki yash mein itna shakti hai, itna samarthi hai. When conditioned souls, when they hear about Krishna, they become devotees, they become devotees. Huh? This is how powerful Shrimad Bhagavatam is. It's non-different from Krishna. Huh? So Sutta Goswami establishes that Shrimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam nama Puranam Brahma Samitam, you know, this Bhagavatam is non-different from Krishna. He establishes that in uh, while he describes about the very Krishna is the various source of all the incarnations, and then <clears throat> then come the description about uh, about about Veda Vyasji. Veda Vyas was a personality who just appeared for writing scriptures. Krishna is so caring for us. He's so caring. Krishna is so caring uh, that he he appeared himself. He, uh, he empowered a personality who could just write scriptures for us. This Bhagavatam, this Bhagavad Gita, these are not man-made. These are apaurushaya. It's a non-man-made. No one can make such things, make up such things. This is Aparushaya, transcendental. So, Veda Vyas, he wrote so many varieties of scriptures. He divided one Vedas into four. Then he wrote Upanishads and so many different literatures. Then he wrote 18 Puranas. And after 18 Puranas were compiled, then he compiled Mahabharat. And after Mahabharata was compiled, Veda Vyas became very sad. He was very sad. He was morose. You hmm? think what is going on? I'm feeling dissatisfied in my heart. What is my problem? And that time Narad Muni comes there. And Narad Muni says to him that you did a great job by writing a So Veda Vyasji, he he especially he after he was very sad and then he did not realize what is going on with him. Why is he sad? Imagine an author who has compiled so many books. There are authors who write so many books on encouraging people, you can win, you can, you know, we can you can become millionaire, this and that. But they themselves are losers in their life. Because they are addicted to drugs, meat eating, intoxication, drinking. That's their life. And they they write they address other people that you who can win. Huh? But here is a personality who is genuinely concerned about welfare of the people, and he is he has written so many books, so many literatures. If you say any scriptures which is written, it is written by Vedavyas. Any Puranas, Vedavyas. Upanishads, Vedavyas. Vedas, Vedavyas. Mahabharat, Vedavyas. Scriptures means Vedavyas. Hmm? And when Vyasadeva was sad at that time, Narad Muni came there to help him. We are sincere devotees. If while sincerely practicing, we are sincerely trying to practice Krishna consciousness. But if there is a time in our life that we are sad, we are affected by something, then Krishna sends help in the form of devotees. So Narad Muni came there. And as soon as Narad Muni came there, Vedavya stood up, offered respects, paid obeisances, worshipped him and inquired from him, My dear Naradji, please guide me. Why am I despondent? Why am I? Why am I sad? Why am I morose? I have written so many literatures, but I am still sad. So Naraji is saying that, my dear Vedavyas, thank you so much for writing Mahabharat. 
but still you did not compile that literature which has ex- which exclusively talks about pure devotional service you would have so many literatures for so many classes of men fine but you are not written a literature which will relish devotees of the lord so please write that literature lord please write shrimad bhagavatam and narad muni gave him uh, chatur shloki bhagavat and vedavyas was able to meditate on that and then he was able to write uh, shrimad bhagavatam ha huh? so <clears throat> narad muni to help vedavyas realize that as what happens of the, uh, the glories of the association of devotees he narrated his own own life previous life how did he become narad muni narad muni in his previous life was a dasi putra he was a son of a maid servant and his mother used to serve in a brahmana's family and this brahmana's family during the chaturmasya time often the great sadhu used to come and reside there so four great personalities sadhus four sadhus bhakti vedantas they happened to come and spend time there in the brahmana's house in whose house narad is narad muni's mother was serving them so narad muni got an opportunity to associate with this great personalities hear from them imagine a very little boy uh, around 3 4 5 years old that oh, that the age of when he has to go and play around if he is very sincerely sitting in a bhagavatam class and listening it gives a lot of encouragement and this bhakti vedanta is very happy they very pleased to see that such a young boy was listening very carefully asking questions inquiring and then they also gave him their own remnants when we get the remnants of a sadhu that purifies our whole existence sadhus charnamrita sadhus uchishta are very very powerful ha huh? and this little boy he got initiated from this sadhus and then when they left narad muni's mother when 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 the sadhus left narad muni spent time with his mother but this his mother left the body and then narad muni said he is all alone now and he decided to walk towards the north towards badrika ashram and while on his while on his way he came across a place he was tired he was walking he was he was walking across so many so many cities factories so many factories and so many big big palaces and big big villages cities passed by and he finally reached a place Well, under a banyan tree, he sat very peacefully, and he was he meditated on the supreme Lord's form, which was narrated to him by the Bhakti Vedantas, and he was thinking of the Lord, and the Lord's form appeared in his heart. The sadhus described to him how the Lord is. So Narad Muni he meditated on the transcendental form of the Lord, and as soon as the Lord he was meditating on that form, the Lord appeared in his heart. The Lord gave him darshan, and then. he disappeared and as soon as he disappeared this little boy you know little boy if you give something to him and they take it away how will he be he'll become bewildered i want it i wanted to cry for it so this is this little boy caught darshan of the lord and immediately disappeared so this little boy was crying and crying and crying ha huh? and then the lord again spoke to him the lord said to him that my dear narada my dear is my little boy in this lifetime you won't be able to see my darshan again so 
giving up all the formalities of the material world old little boy go and preach my glories all around the globe what did he say how to preach the lord said giving up all the formalities of the material world go and preach my glories we have so many formalities huh? the lord is inserting our money this way huh? we should we should fearlessly and boldly spread the glories of the lord and what happened narad muni followed that and he this little boy followed that and he when he gave up his body he became uh narad muni he got a body of a narad muni hmm? so that is a discussion with vyasa and uh, uh narad muni and then further comes the uh, shonagadi rishis they inquire about uh, about what happened with uh, parishit maharaj huh they wanted to know in detail about parikshit because suta goswami has associated with parikshit maharaj suta goswami has sat in that assembly where shukdev goswami spoke to maharaj parikshit but suta goswami while describing that he he gets uh, his changes the subject matter uh, he starts speaking about the son of drona ashwatthama the son of drona he f- sent five brahmastras to kill the pandavas and somehow the pandavas were in a helpless situation and they took shelter of krishna and krishna with the sudarshan chakra he protected all the five brahmanas all the five pandavas they all the pandavas they were protected by lord krishna five brahmastras were nullified by sudarshan chakra this nuclear bombs which we have today which you know one country threatens another country those nuclear bombs if we compare to brahmastra they're like lavangi you know small sutli bomb rehta na how that small is brahmastra is very very powerful brahmastra has a capacity to finish the universe finish the destroy the whole planet that how powerful brahmastra used to be and then the son of drona was the son of drona was punished arjuna started chasing ashwatthama and he brought him back he handed over to dropadi because ashwatthama also killed the five sons of dropadi and that's why the that's why he was been you know he was he was punished and because of that punishment only he has upset and he sent this five brahmastras and the one brahmastra was directed towards parikshit maharaj who was in the womb of his mother so lord krishna after the war was over and now he knew that uh, yudhishthir maharaj is going to be the king right yudhishthir maharaj uh, was was going to take up the kingdom it was very natural that yudhishthir maharaj was going to be the king because the whole war was fought for one purpose that yudhishthir maharaj to be enthroned as a king now lord krishna was planning to depart for dwarka and that time kunti maharani came there and he started she started to glorify lord krishna and while kunti maharani was offering praise to lord krishna at that time uttara comes running uttara is the mother of parikshit maharaj she comes running there abhimanyu has already died so uttara comes running towards lord krishna 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 mahabhav mahayogin jagadishwara please save me if you want to kill me let me be killed but please save my child look at the consciousness of a mother she is willing to sacrifice herself and want to save the baby these days the world is difficult these days people want to kill the baby and they want to themselves to be they want to save themselves what a world ha huh? what a degradation of consciousness so uh 
and Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna seeing the situation with Uttara, seeing the situation with Parishit Maharaj, Lord Krishna personally entered the womb of his, his Parishit's mother and he gave darshan to Parishit Maharaj and he started circumambulating Parishit Maharaj in the womb itself. And Parishit Maharaj's little boy was seeing that a thumb high Lord, you know, Lord was only thumb high in this in the womb, and he saw Shankar Chakra Gadapadma, and Lord was holding Sudarshan Chakra and was, you know, circum this circulating this club, and he was revolving around Parishit Maharaj to protect Parishit Maharaj. Some of the commentators ask that Lord Krishna, while protecting the Pandavas, he just used one Sudarshan Chakra and it was sufficient. So why is he so possessive for Parishit? Because Parishit Maharaj was very, very dear to Lord Shri Krishna. And he just wanted to make sure that if Sudarshan fails, club's club is there. Huh? But he wanted to protect his devotee. That is Bhaktavat Salle. <clears throat> so, Lord Krishna protected Parishit Maharaj. And, <clears throat> and after uh, protecting Parishit Maharaj, Yudhishthir Maharaj was... Uh, Relieved. But Yudhishthi Maharaj had another problem with him. Yudhishthi Maharaj was so much convinced that he did not want to accept the kingdom. He said, I am not going to accept the kingdom. And then what happened? Dhamya Rishi, he started to explain to Yudhishthi Maharaj, look, it is not proper this and that. So many things were explained. Veda Vyas started to explain. So many other Rishi started to explain to Yudhishthi Maharaj, you should accept the kingdom. Whatever you did was dharma. You did not do a dharma. You are you are, you are dharma. You are dharma raj. You know, everybody, whole world worships you as dharma raj. You did no wrong. And then Lord Krishna, who is called as Adbhut Karmana, Krishna is called as Adbhut Karmana. He started to try to convince Yudhishthir Maharaj. And when he was trying to convince Yudhishthir Maharaj, if Krishna is trying to convince somebody. It is obvious that he will get convinced. When Krishna was, when when Arjuna, when he was on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, he wanted to see who have, have come to fight with me. So he requested Krishna, my dear, my dear Krishna, can you please take my chariot in the middle of the battlefield, in the middle of the, both the armies? He said, why not? Let's go. Let's have some fun. Huh? So Krishna takes the chariot in the middle and then Krishna shoots up and said, Arjuna, look, this is Bhishmadev. This is Dronacharya, this is your uncle, this is your, you know, Chacha, this is your Bhatija, this is your this and that, this is your mama, everything. So Arjuna saw the whole family was there. And Arjuna was thinking, my God, I have spent my whole life in the, with them. And now so that I could become a king or I should get a kingdom, I want to kill all of them. What a ruthless person I am. And he said that, Krishna, I don't want to fight, you know. My my, uh, uh, my my Gandhi was my Gandhi was going from my hand. I cannot fight. My my throat is getting dried up, Krishna. And Krishna says, "Oh," and he said, "I want to take sannyas." Arjuna said to Krishna, "I want to take sannyas." Very difficult, no? <laughs> so Arjuna says to Krishna, "I want to take sannyas. I don't want to fight." So Krishna Krishna says, "Okay, let's go." Huh? So Shula announced that Yudhishthi Maharaj, that Arjuna doesn't want to fight. The match is over. The war is abandoned. Let's go. Arjuna is going to take sannyas and you also, or four of you, can plan your life. He's going to take sannyas. Huh? Not in this con, probably. <laughs> it's very difficult. 
it's very difficult so so arjuna he decides that to take shelter of krishna he says he was bewildered what to do when we are bewildered also when we know there is a learned personality around us we should take shelter so arjuna took shelter of krishna ಅರ್ಜುನ his universal form and he showed how the creation takes place how maintenance takes place how annihilation takes place and he also showed that all these people here who are assembled here all have already been killed you just have to take the credit and if you don't take the if you don't want to do it i can do it by my own or i can ask someone else to do it it's up to you to decide and then krishna explains everything about about himself and his teachings his, his everything and then asked arjuna now you decide what you want to do you want to accept it or no if you if you want me to repeat i can just repeat the whole thing again because already the war is stopped the war is stopped and nobody is going to dare can you imagine krishna spoke bhagavad gita in the middle of the battlefield i mean the, sh- the councils were blown from both the side right they blew all the councils and then there was a discussion and then he took the that means he actually stopped the war huh and not and bishwadev and everybody were listening very carefully now this now now the acharyas say that the entire bhagavad gita was heard by each and every one present there on the battlefield of kurukshetra how the vayudev arrangement that all the transcendental vibrations were able to reach everybody's ears and that's why this battlefield was this battle was very crucial very very special because when usually when the people die in the battlefield they attend heavenly planets but here this was the only battle when whenever somebody died it used to attend vaikuntha planet because they died in front of krishna and krishna has already taken away their all the inauspiciousness from their life this was the only battle when somebody died they attend vaikuntha planet because they left their bodies in front of krishna so krishna convinced and here krishna is trying to convince yudhishthir maharaj and yudhishthir maharaj was not getting convinced why because krishna is called as adbhut karmana krishna from outside he was trying to explain to yudhishthir maharaj that he should accept the kingdom but from krishna is parmatma and within his yudhishthir maharaj's heart he was not allowing yudhishthir maharaj to accept what vedavyas what himself and nomarishan others were trying to explain to him what was the reason the reason was that yudhishthir maharaj wanted to establish pitamaha bhishma's glories pitamaha bhishma who fought all the he he lived for 400 years he has always been on the sad side of dharma he fought so many battles now uh, he, he is about to give up his life and lord krishna wanted to glorify pitamaha bhishma and krishna said to yudhishthir maharaj is it okay with you if we all can go to pitamaha bhishma and pitamaha bhishma can explain you the truth and 
And this Krishna, whom you consider one of your relatives, family members, this Krishna is actually Adi Narayan. Oh Bhishma, Bhishma was saying, this Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Brahma, Shiva are his servants. There are authorities who, there are twelve authorities who know about Lord Gullis of Lord Krishna, and they all say that he is the supreme personality of Godhead, and he lists, he Bhishma, they list all of them. Give a list, long list of people who know Krishna. And Pita Mahabhishma, he, he told Yudhishthira Maharaj, whatever he says to do, one has to do. Because that is dharma. And whatever Krishna says not to do, that is adharma. And whatever problems are there in your life, this is all because of inevitable time. And this time factor is the will of the Lord. And this time is very, very powerful. Because of this fear factor only, sun rises on time, moon rises on time, everything is functioning on time. It's because of the Kala, Samai, and that is the will of the Lord. So then Pita Mahabhishma speaks, speaks about Dana Dharman, Moksha Dharman, and so many different kinds of Dharman, Bhagavad Dharman, Sri Dharman. Every elaborately he describes to Yudhishthira Maharaj how one should rule the kingdom. That is in the Mahabharat. If one wants to read that, one should definitely read that. So further... <coughs> Lord Krishna, he departs for Dwarka. And then there is a description about Lord Krishna uh, departs for Dwarka. And then Lord, when Lord Krishna uh, comes in Dwarka, how he was how he was very nicely welcomed by the citizens there. And then, repeat, then again, uh, Shonagadi Rishis, they want to talk about the birth of Parikshit Maharaj. So when Parikshit Maharaj was portrayed by Lord Krishna in the womb, from after that time, after after some time, at an appropriate time, Parishit Maharaj took birth. And uh, the Brahmanas and every all the great saintly people around were welcomed. They were invited at the auspicious birth of Parishit Maharaj. All the Brahmanas, they came there. And the Brahmanas, when they saw the they did the astrological calculations, they didn't they could able to know, they were able to know that this personality Parishit is not ordinary. And Parishit Maharaj, when he took birth, he used to observe each and every person. Because he saw Lord Krishna in the in his womb of his mother. So whenever he came out from the womb of his mother and he was observing each and every person. And is this the same person? Is the same person who I met in the womb? Is the same person who I met in the womb? No, no, no. So he was doing an examination. He was doing Parikshan. And that's why his name became Parikshit. So when he came, when Parishan Maharaj took birth at an auspicious time, this Brahmanas actually predicted a lot of lot of things about him. Parishit Maharaj has the Parishit Maharaj had qualities of all the great personalities. He was charitable like Shubhi Maharaj. He was he, mental, he was, his mental equanimity was like Brahma. His strength was like in the fight, he was like Arjuna. In, in so many activities, he was like Krishna. So he had all the divine qualities within Parikshit Maharaj. And such a personality took birth. 
in the line of in the dynasty of the pandavas and they said brahmana also said that he is going to attain perfection in this life many 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 devotees they are when they meet the astrologer they ask this ye moksha milega kya will i attain perfection in life the perfection in the life yes it is there in the astrology also but you can also even if it is not there still you can attain it swami suta goswami was narrating this all this past times and then he narrates how dhritarashtra maharaj was living in the home of yudhishthira maharaj after the war was over dhritarashtra maharaj was living in the house of yudhishthira maharaj and yudhishthira maharaj was feeding him taking care of him throughout the throughout the life dhritarashtra maharaj made so several attempts to kill this pandavas and now he was living there na so vidura he came there and vidura chastised dhritarashtra maharaj and this time vidura's words vidura's instruction did not fell on the deaf ears of dhritarashtra because there was no asat sangha here all the asat sangha has gone duryodhana has gone chakuni has gone karna has gone and now when vidura spoke his words were so powerful that it pierced the hard hearted dhritarashtra's heart and melted and he was convinced that he has to go and take shelter of the supreme lord and he should go to the forest so earlier what used to happen when whenever vidura used to instruct dhritarashtra maharaj there was a there was a rebrainwashing done by duryodhana shakuni and others but now they had gone and dhritarashtra maharaj used to was very peacefully he was able to contemplate on what vidura ji was what vidur ji was saying so whenever we get a chance when opportunity to get association of saintly people and when they give us instructions those instructions aisa nahi hona chahiye ki is kaan se suno is kaan se chodo lekin is kaan mein raho Yeah. Many times, you know, we go to the we go to the classes. We sit in the classes, and what happens? We hear the class of one year goes out from another year. There is no contemplation in our life. We don't have time for contemplating. We are so busy in our life that we don't know what are we doing. Huh? We don't spend time on contemplating on things, on our problems, on what can be done. we don't have time we're so busy with our whatsapps facebooks instagrams and our poses and you know so many things in our life huh that we have lost that sense of contemplation because of that we are we our life we are puzzled we are confused that's why bhaktinath thakur in his uh, in his daily schedule one hour 7:30 to 8:30 he kept on contemplation especially contemplating on all the problems and the possible solutions there are so many problems which we can come to solution on our own just take down the paper write down all the problems of your life write down and try write down all the problems of your life and then try to make you know what are the possible solutions which can which which can be derived from that which what we can come to then all the breakdowns all the possible breakdowns what can go wrong what can go wrong what can go wrong all the breakdowns you should mention list them list them down if you can work on this on your own there's so much positivity will come in your life but unfortunately 
we are so puzzled and confused and we don't have time for contemplation every day spend some time contemplating and if you if you heard some instructions god if you received some instruction for sadhus and contemplate on those instructions how can i transform my life how can i bring those instructions in my life how can i apply it in my life what i need to do so that i can come to that platform which my guru maharaj is expecting me to come so that contemplation has to be done we have no time unfortunately for this to busy with our so called material world hmm? so <clears throat> when dhritarash maharaj quit home then there was then lord there was a, a lord krishna also he went to prabhasa kshetra uh, when when lord krishna was departing uh, when, when lord krishna uh, was given some indications that lord krishna need to depart so brahma ji came all the devatas came they lord brahma uh, lord brahma came the devatas came to lord krishna at dwarka and they requested that my dear lord krishna you have established dharma you have established yudhishthira as a king now if you want you can peacefully go because our work is over lord krishna comes on the invitation of the sadhus lord krishna goes uh, lord krishna comes on the invitation of the devatas lord krishna goes on the invitation of the devatas so he he decided okay now i need to depart so he he invited all the uh, ministers and all the people in the sudharma sabha in dwarka and he had a discussion and lord krishna told that our yadav dynasty has been cursed so all of us we now need to plan to go to prabhas kshetra and try to do some charity and try to save ourselves and that indication was understood by uddhava so uddhava came and he met lord krishna in 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 dwarka itself but there was but lord krishna he actually departed from the planet in prabhas kshetra so lord krishna inserted uddhava that you go to badrika ashram and he himself went to prabhas kshetra with all the yadavas very few of them were left in dwarka and uh, when lord krishna when lord when lord krishna when he uh was uh, was on the uh, under sitting on the banyan tree was about to depart at that time suddenly uddhav ji came back because uddhav ji was in separation and uddhav ji wanted to have last darshan of krishna so uddhav ji was asked to go to badrika ashram but then he came back from there and he pre- came to a place where lord krishna was sitting under a banyan tree and there was also maitre rishi who also came there and lord krishna spoke the entire uh, bhagavatam to them in dwarka with uddhav ji the whole uddhav gita was spoken the 11th canto was spoken and at at maitre rishi even maitre rishi's presence the whole of shrimad bhagavatam was spoken to them so then after lord krishna departed then uh, yudhishthir maharaj was not aware that lord krishna has departed so yudhishthir maharaj sent arjuna to dwarka to find out what's happening because there was no information about krishna so when Vidu, when when uh, arjuna he came back all the inauspicious symptoms of kaliyuga yudhishthir maharaj already saw and before arjuna came yudhishthir maharaj actually told bhimsen that i think lord krishna soul of our life has departed lord krishna has gone and when this discussion was 
in mere in process at that time arjuna comes there was very sad very morose and he informed the lord krishna who performed his earthly pastimes and we were fortunate to associate with him has departed all our strength was because of lord krishna and he has departed and prabhupada ji was there he took over the planet actually he took over the whole earth and his disciples they could actually feel you know that what was happening was all miracles were happening they were able to conquer so many you know establish so many temples make so many devotees all around and all over the planet in all the newspapers across the world it was only shri prabhupad's uh, lilamrit been spoken that was a that was a presence of a devotee so when imagine when, when lord krishna was himself on the planet what could have happened there was auspiciousness all around and when lord krishna departed kaliyuga actually started but he could not show its influence because lord krishna was there on the planet and as soon as lord krishna departed all the inauspicious symptoms were visible and yudhishthira maharaj decided that we don't want to stay now they don't want to stay because they saw a time when lord krishna was there and they decided to retire so there was then lord when then the pandavas they did they went to the went to the north uh gandhari and uh, uh subhadra dropadi nandar they also departed so pandavas they retired and they gave the kingdom to parikshit maharaj the parikshit maharaj was such a personality was such a was such a king that he was able to control parikshit uh, control kaliyuga Although Kaliyuga was able to show its influence, but Parishit Maharaj was so powerful that he chastised Kali. When Parishit Maharaj was on on Digvijay, when he was traveling across different places in the world to make sure that the administration was proper, he met Kaliyuga in person. And when he met Kaliyuga in person, when Parishit Maharaj met Kaliyuga, he wanted to kill him, but but Kaliyuga surrendered to Parishit Maharaj. and when when someone surrenders to you then you should forgive many times what happens when devotees do when when someone commits mistakes and he comes and asks for forgiveness then we should forgive that person not that after asking forgiveness also we are still you know we should let it go we should we should also forgive and just move on with our with our lives there are so much grudges we keep against others that our progress of krishna consciousness is stopped that little dealing little dealings ah huh? for years after years we still remember that that grudge against someone we carry that forward years after years and we are actually stopping our progr- inner progress of krishna consciousness externally we might be passing our time in the moment but internally there is no progress because we still have grudges against others because they have committed some small mistakes even though they might have asked forgiveness from us but we are not ready to willing to give it give it parishit maharaj when he when he saw kaliyuga he wanted to kill but kaliyuga came and surrendered to parishit maharaj and parishit maharaj okay i will not kill you but you cannot stay in my kingdom and kaliyuga said sir this is my time i am kaliyuga this is my time how can you say i should not stay here this is my time mera era hai bhai अपन का टाइम है अपना टाइम चल रहा है अभी दिस इज दिस इज माई टाइम हाउ कैन यू से नो ओके यू कैन स्टैंड फोर प्लेसेस वेर देर देर इज मीट इटिंग वेर देर इज इंटॉक्सिकेशन वेर देर इज गैमलिंग 
where there is illicit illicit activities in those places you should stay when shall prabhupad establish this no meditating no illicit sex no intoxication where is the source of this this source is here in bhagavatam so the source is the source is shrimad bhagavatam this this parishad maharaj gave four positions to kaliyuga and kaliyuga said to laugh he said sir this is these are the places which i where, where i naturally reside at least give one special place he said okay wherever there is gold you can reside there when i say this now there are so many questions yaar ghar pe itna sona pada hai badan mein itna sona pada hai usko kya karne ka pata nahi so so parikshit maharaj there was a unusual incident in his life also then and so many people they say lok mein baat rehti ki parikshit maharaj was influenced by kaliyuga parikshit maharaj <coughs> while he was uh, uh, once traveling and uh, uh, in the forest to protect the sadhus na you know previously what used to happen you can come ahead na there's so much space here come ahead let them sit peacefully na come ahead aage aa jao so a king like parikshit parikshit maharaj was rajarshi he was a raja and he was a rishi he was a king and at the same time he had all the saintly qualities so parikshit maharaj used his responsibility as a king was to protect all the vanaprastas who were in the forest as well you know the place where the rishis used to do tapasya in the forest that area needs to be protected from wild animals also and it was the duty of the king if someone if some wild animal comes and eat a sadhu the king is king will suffer because it's his responsibility it is his duty to protect them and that's why they used to travel hunting and one one such day when parishit maharaj was in the forest hunting he felt very thirsty he was very hungry and he happened to go to a, 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 a rishi's ashram shamik rishi's ashram and he went there shamik rishi was in meditation he was in trance he was not in external consciousness and parishit maharaj he saw that but somehow he was hungry he was thirsty when 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 a when a husband calls a wife look i am thirsty i am hungry please cook something whatever you cook but cook but when you come home there is nothing prepared and the wife is sitting and watching tv then husband's reaction are mere ko bhook lag gayi i am hungry ha huh? give me something to eat so you can you know person gets bewildered and that was that was situation parishamara was hungry he was thirsty and when he went there and there was there was no welcome the king of the whole world parishit maharaj is coming to a rishi's place and there was no welcome there was no sweet words there was no water been offered nothing was offered so what did he do he put a dead he, there was a dead snake lying there he picked that dead snake put it on parishit maharaj uh, that shamik rishi's neck and he left now when when this uh, parishit maharaj when he left he regretted doing that when he reached home he regretted that it was not proper for me because he was a brahman he was doing tapasya and he was not in external consciousness he thought at that particular time that he was just pretending because he did not want to welcome me but that particular incident was actually seen by his son 
I mean, was observed by his son, or he was informed that your father was was uh, you know your Parishit Maharaj put a dead snake around your father, and this little boy, seven years old boy, seven years old boy, you know, innocent boy, but he was given power because he was the son of a Brahmana, and that those days Brahmanas used to have a lot of powers, and this little boy was very powerful. He started chastising Parishit Maharaj. That how dare Parikshit Maharaj, who is like a dog, watch? He is like a dog, and he wants to eat in my in 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 the master's plate. He started he started abusing Parikshit Maharaj, and he said that Lord Krishna has departed, Arjuna has departed. That does not mean that this dog watcher can do anything. We are there. I am there. I will show this Parikshit the result of offending my father. This seven years old boy. and he gets angry because he was powerful he he took the water from the kushika river and he uttered a curse that this parikshit the the this rascal parikshit who is like a who's like a kalank in the family of the pandavas he will die in 7 days from now on the 7th day from now the snake bird takshak will come and kill him and parikshit maharaj <coughs> when he when when he, when the news was broken to him that he had only 7 days left shamikrishi actually sent a disciple gauramukh uh, informing parishit maharaj that he had only 7 days left with him so when when parishit maharaj got the news when if imagine if we get the news that we have only 7 days left with us what will one do take down the pen and a page and write down if i am going to die after one week from now what what will i do just if i have only one week what all things i will do and we are also going to die in one of the seven days only saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and saturday right we are also going to die in one of the seven days hamare liye koi special din create nahi hone wala hai So we are also going to die, right? We should know this that our yatra in this body is also limited. So Parishit Maharaj, when he got the curse to die in seven days, he gave up his kingdom. He gave up his opulence. He, it was not easy for it. It is not easy to give it. Give it up. He gave up his kingdom. But this is unfortunately we we spend so much time in accumulating wealth. accumulating positions accumulating posts accumulating positions in this world that when the time comes of giving it up it is very difficult because we are so attached to it our original identity is that we are servants of krishna right ha huh? but there are so many upadhis on this on this on this body itni sare degrees hai itna sare diplomas hai itne sare phds hai ye hai wo hai ha huh? and so many uh ye so many positions are there with this body and we unfortunately unconsciously we identify ourselves with that and we fail and we you know our our actual identity is what is our identity who am i i'm a servant of krishna jivar swarup hai krishna nitadas Bhagavad Gita Krishna says, "Mamae vanchu jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatana." Unfortunately, in this world, there are so many other upadhis are there with this body, 
and we start identify ourselves with that and that becomes and and we are in the way we are attached to a particular thing that's what we will be going to become huh that is going to be our consciousness and that is what we are going to attain in the next birth so parishit maharaj he gave it up just like one person passes stool does we don't look back huh and it's oh you know when we we just pass us to then we just we just carry on with the day huh? so parikshit maharaj gave it up so easily whole kingdom everything to janmejaya and he wore a dress of a sadhu a mendicant and he started walking on the banks of river ganges hasinapur is in merit from there at least it takes around 2 3 uh, hours you know to reach to this place where shukdev goswami spoke to maharaj parikshit so he started walking on the banks of river ganges and when parikshit maharaj started walking on the bank of river ganges all the great personalities from all over the universe when the news spread that parikshit maharaj the the great personality who was protected by lord krishna in the womb of his uh, in the womb of his mother that parikshit who subdued who chastised kali that parikshit who did not allow kaliyuga to spread its influence and that parikshit who traveled globally and established dharma and he ruled like his father uh, like his uh, grandfather yudhishthir maharaj so that parikshit is now on the verge of giving up his body he has only 7 days so all these great personalities all these great rishis from all around the globe they came down they came to meet with him to meet him so parishit maharaj welcome all these great personalities all these great rishis they came there devarshis rajarshis you know brahmarshis they all came there parishit maharaj put forward two questions to them he said which is that activity which one always has to perform which is that activity which one always has to perform and which as that activity which when one has to perform and only has 7 days with him what one has to do 7 hmm? days is 7 days is left with him so maharaj parikshit when he put forward this questions all of them started discuss so parikshit maharaj he when he inquired there was ishta goshti which began you know there was ishta goshti which began amongst them and some said as per their as per their understanding of their uh, understanding of the situation they gave some various suggestions to parikshit maharaj but just at that time vyasanandan shukdev goswami the personality who is an associate of the supreme personality of godhead who appeared on this planet just to spread the glories of the of shrimad bhagavatam that personality appeared there on the scene and as soon as they saw shukdev goswami coming there all these great personalities who are thousands of years old they all stood up in respect welcoming shukdev goswami shukdev goswami was a son of vyasadev but he had also heard shrimad bhag he has also associated with narad muni he is also associated with so many other great personalities with agastyarishi and so many other places and he heard various pastimes about lord and his devotees from various other great authorities and then he was 
he was roaming on the earthly planet so he was born when he was 12 year old but when he came there he was 16 years old and in between he has got opportunity to associate with great personalities so when shukdev goswami came there this all these great personalities who were there sitting there all these devarshis rajarshis they all they were all expert in the science of psychognomy samudrik shastra hmm. samudrik shastra by reading the face of a person you can tell all the bhutkal bhavishyakal vartman kal everything of a person it takes around 6 to 7 years to learn this science so they all when they saw shukdev goswami all the 32 symptoms of a mahabhagavata were present in shukdev goswami so as soon as they saw shukdev they stood up in great respect and they told parikshit parikshit lord krishna has answered your prayers he came to save you at the time of birth and now he has personally appeared in the form of shukdev goswami and has come to deliver you go and take shelter of shukdev goswami so parikshit maharaj went and offered prostrate dandavats to shukdev goswami gave him elevated seat and worshiped him offered prayers and he said gurudev and shukdev goswami who knew the two questions which were asked already he knew uh, he was he was he was like he was like as powerful as supreme lord he said answer to your both of question is the same parikshit maharaj and that is shrimad bhagavatam answer to both of question is shrimad bhagavatam so that is that completes the first canto of shrimad bhagavatam with that discussion and then <clears throat> furthermore uh, i'll quickly summarize the second canto second canto of shrimad bhagavatam uh, it begins with shukdev goswami answering uh, questions by Parish. so the second canto of shrimad bhagavatam is called the cosmic manifestation okay it is a foundational canto that lays out the basic principles of the vaishnava philosophy including the nature of the god the nature of the soul and the universe the canto begins with a discussion of the first step in god realization which is to understand the supreme lord and uh, because supreme lord is the only reality right so if you see everything else in this world is illusion except for the supreme lord everything if you want to have genuine happiness in this world we are all looking for love and all looking for happiness we are all looking we are ha- we are having these relationships with with we we have our husband our husband has a wife you know these relationships are there in this world we have children we have friends we are all looking for one thing love we all looking for and that every relationship we are looking for happiness but unfortunately or unfortunately we all get dissatisfied with every relationship we have we are never husband satisfied with the wife wife has a problem with the husband they staying in the one room they they staying in the one house for years but they still cannot go go well with each other but then they understand after 2 years of marriage they understand they fight after the marriage is after the marriage 2 years is spent in fighting the egos clash and then after 2 years they realize that there is no point we just have to adjust and compromise they both have a discussion that adjust karna padega compromise karna padega and gaadi chala lete hain ha ha so then that that is goes on and this is and this and this is just we just drag our relationship we don't want to invest our time in that and that's why we don't 
the the suffering is more when then what happens is that the couple or the or the they or the couple or any relationship for that matter we fail to invest time to improve on it that is another thing so lord if one wants happiness in this world happiness is there only in performing devotional service to supreme lord hari everywhere else because our original relationship is with krishna tumeva mata cha पिता तुमेव तुमेव बंधुज सखा तुमेव तुमेव विद्या द्रविणम तुमेव तुमेव सर्व मम देव देव ही इज आवर रियल फादर ही इज आवर रियल मदर ही इज आवर रियल फ्रेंड ही इज आवर एवरीथिंग कृष्णा इज आवर एवरीथिंग सो व्हाट कृष्णा वांट्स फ्रॉम अस दैट वी डेवलप अ रविंग रिलेशनशिप विथ हिम व्हेन वी कम हियर एंड यू ऑफर ऑबेसेंसेस लॉर्ड कृष्णा ही टेक्स अवे ऑल द इनऑस्पिशियसनेस फ्रॉम आवर लाइफ sarva amangal hare prem diya hare man when you offer obeisance to the lord huh he takes away all the inauspiciousness from our life if you are going to meet with an accident or there are some inauspicious or inauspicious things which is going to happen with us everything will be removed by the lord and then he gives himself to his devotees hmm? so that is the glory of the supreme lord he sarva amangal hare all the inauspiciousness is removed that's why coming to temple offering obeisances chanting the holy name taking his darshan hearing his katha should be should be natural for us and all the inauspiciousness will be removed and we will develop our relationship when we hear will we are when we are hearing krishna katha more and more and more initially the attraction will be for all the incarnations you know we'll be hearing all the avatars of the lord but then gradually gradually our attraction will develop for a particular incarnation let's say one develops attraction for narasimha dev or let's say one uh, develops attraction for lord ramachandra or lord krishna you know then gradually gradually one will have when 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 hears more and more pastimes about that particular avatar then he will develop a particular rasa that he wants to serve the lord in vatsalya in madhurya in sakya you know in in different ways so that that will so by hearing hari katha by reading bhagavatam by speaking about it gradually gradually one makes advancement in krishna consciousness so it's a very important shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam is there in vaidhi bhakti and also in raganuga bhakti in both the places this is applicable the process is the same yes the the first chapter actually the lord is uh, <clears throat> present is everything and he is beyond everything he is the causes of all the causes and in the he is the ultimate goal of all the spiritual seekers then then lord krishna then the in the second canto of shrimad in the second chapter of bhagavatam of the second canto uh, it discusses about lord's presence in the heart of all the living being the supreme lord is present in all our heart as paramatma it is not krishna is our ever well-wishing friend and how is our ever well-wishing friend he is he resides in the heart of everyone he is there with us in all the species we might be in the species of animal we might be the species of cat dog any animal any species the lord krishna is there with us and when we come in the human form of life we can actually feel his presence in the in the in the form so the lord is there resides in the heart of super soul in our heart you know when <clears throat> lord krishna when the super supreme lord is there in our heart as paramatma but he is our as vishnachuk thakur says he is useless why because what does he do uh, he just sanctions our activity as per the prarabdha karma right he just sanctions our activity 
But Vishwanath Chakrathakur says that when he becomes useless, useful, he becomes useful when actually the Jivatma in whose heart he is, he develops a desire to know Krishna. At that time, he becomes activated actually. Then we, when, when a Jivatma develops a desire that he wants to know Krishna, he wants to attain supreme perfection, that is the time when Lord Krishna actually activates and then sends devotees in the life of that person. And then that, that Paramatma takes the role of Chaitanya Guru and starts guiding him from within. From outside, the devotee guides him. From inside, Lord Krishna's Paramatma, as Chaitanya Guru guides him and both of them, the together, they make him a devotee. And that's how a soul is saved from the cycle of birth and death. That is the glories, that is the, <clears throat> that is the glories of uh, the Supreme Lord. So, the third chapter discusses about the importance of pure devotional service. Pure devotional service is Anya Bilashita Shunyam Jnana Karma Dhyanamritam. When Prahlad Maharaj was asked by Lord Narasimhadev, what do, ask some boon from me. Prahlad Maharaj said, Papa, I am not a businessman. Narasimh Dev, I am your devotee. I am not a businessman. Whenever we, you know, when we go to a shop, or, or, or a shop or a, or a company, he wel- that, that, that company's director, he welcomes us, gives us a seat, offers us water, or offers some drinks and everything. It is not that he loves you. It is that he wants some business from you. So, we are not performing devotional service for getting some benefit from the Lord. Prahlad Maharaj is saying very clearly, I am not, perf- not doing devotional service to you so that I want something in return. No. Pure devotional service is Anya Bilashita Shunyam. So, Narasimh Dev, uh, Prahlad prayed to Narasimh Dev that my only prayer to you is that, please, please completely remove this desires this tendency within my life within my heart to enjoy this material world I don't want this tendency even that's what I want from you I don't want anything I'm very happy performing devotional service so uh, this chapter then this chapter talks about the third chapter talks about the pure devotional service it is a selfless act of love and surrender to the Lord when we engage in pure devotional service we are actually performing yoga we are actually uniting the Lord within our hearts in the fourth chapter, the Lord is the law. It is uh, uh, it it is described. The Lord is the creator of the universe, but He does not create out of uh, His universe out of nothing. He creates the universal out of Himself, and the universal this universe is simply the uh, manifestations of Lord's energy. Uh, and then, <clears throat> the fifth chapter discusses how Lord Krishna is the causes of all the causes. We think that in our life there are so many so many things affect us in the life of the devotees it's only Krishna's involvement when we are performing devotional service our file is transferred from Yamaraj's office to Lord Krishna's office and Chitragup deletes that whole database and is sent a mail to the that this this jivatma has now started practicing bhakti so please here onwards you di- you guys directly deal with his life anymore we are not going to interfere this is the clear instructions of yamraji in sixth canto third chapter to yamadutas that those who have chanted krishna's names 
his fame his past times do not dare go around them do not even think of bringing them here you know they are completely out from our jurisdiction that means what they are in the jurisdictions of supreme lord directly this is a pramana this is a proof that our lives especially for devotees our lives are controlled by the supreme lord so whatever is happening in our life is happening by the will of the lord when we accept that then in everything we can see krishna's hand we can only see if we when we start to look, see krishna's hand in everything that's how we become krishna conscious and we any problems any obstacles in our life parikshit maharaj when he got that curse he saw krishna's hand in that he, he did not think kya ho gaya mere sath itna zindagi bhar bhakti kiya uh, throughout the life i did i followed dharma did everything and now now i am getting this curse no he 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 took that that curse that krishna has come in the form of the curse to save me and that curse has given shrimad bhagavatam to this world it is that curse that gives shrimad bhagavatam to the world <coughs> so uh krishna is the cause of sixth chapter it, it talks about uh, purusha sukta yeah there is the vedic hymn that describes that lord is supreme person so purusha sukta is very important text in our vaishnava siddhanta and the second canto of shrimad bhagavatam provides a very detailed explanation on this we're not getting into a lot of details there in the seventh uh, the seventh chapter talks about the lord's scheduled incarnations lord takes various incarnations in the second canto as well there are incarnations mentioned so the lord appears in this world and he will continue to appear in this world and all of them all his appearances and uh, are mentioned in the scriptures so do not accept any incarnation if it is not mentioned in the scriptures because there 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 are people when i was i was i remember when i was one year i was spent in odisha i was in a village of odisha distribute uh, distrib- i was spent one year in preaching actually and while preaching i came to know there are four five uh, bhagavans kaliyuga avatars in odisha itself and when i went to the houses people's houses i saw the jagannath next to jagannath where that impersonal rascals their pictures were kept and they were they were telling that jagannath and me are the same and now that baba ji is in jail because he raped someone so this false incarnation because of such false propaganda people are losing faith uh, that's why the right uh, we as devotees we should be able to we should study scriptures nicely study our scriptures nicely chaitanya mahaprabhu has said has given us instructions what he has given ki bharat bhumi te manushya janma jar janma sarthak kari karo parupkar he has given us instructions that we have to we who has born in bharat bhumi they should take this opportunity to understand scriptures study nicely and preach the glories of the lord all across the globe this is our responsibility we as devotees it's our responsibility to to to, to establish bhagavat dharma we all we all talk we are sanatanis we are sanatanis what is what is sanatan dharma we call ourselves as sanatanis many of here they might be identifying the ourselves of hindus but we are not actually hindus we are we are sanatanis we follow sanatan dharma but what is sanatan dharma we don't know isn't it sanatan means what dharma means occupation that occupation of the living entity 
which cannot be separated from him at any given circumstances that is sanatan dharma hindi mein samjhata hu hamara jo sanatan kartavya hai jo humse kabhi bhi alag nahi kiya ja sakta hamara jo sanatan kartavya hai jo humse kabhi alag nahi hai wo sanatan dharma hai and what is that that activity is performing devotional service to the lord that is sanatan dharma we are servants of krishna our identity is that mama wants to jeeva loke jeeva bhuta sanata we see our servants of krishna and our duty our duty is to serve the lord with devotion so then the 9th chapter talks about that how uh shrimad bhagavatam how this lord krishna is answer to all the questions so he's he's lord krishna is answer to all the questions the source of all knowledge and all the wisdom and the lord revealed the ultimate truth about the universe and and uh, our place in it in the ninth in the ninth chapter in the 10th chapter it summarizes the main point of the second canto and it emphasizes on the importance of the pure devotional service and need to understand the true nature of the supreme lord so <clears throat> with that we just briefly summarize the second canto of shrimad bhagavatam in the third canto in the third canto in the beginning vidur ji he uh, was kicked by duryodhana duryodhana kicked vidur ji his uncle because vidur was an obstacle on the path of duryodhana's establishing as a king vidur had a vidur niti very expert this nitis are very this nitis one should read this nitis chanakya niti i am this day studying arthashastra and chanakya niti also so there are so many things which actually helps us in practical dealings also in the society so those nitis are very very helpful shrimad bhagavatam also has so many nitis but we, we so this but chanakya niti vidurana niti so this also need to be studied because this helps us with our uh, day to day dealings so vidur ji he when he was kicked by durodhana out of the palace he took this opportunity and he went on pilgrimage all over the bharat bhumi and in that meanwhile the mahabharat war happened everything the all the uh, 64 crore people died ha huh? and vidur ji after traveling across the bharat bhumi he finally came and met uddhav ji in vrindavan and when vidura met uddhav ji he he started inquiring about krishna how is krishna how is the pandavas how is everybody and then that is the place where he actually came to know that krishna has disappeared everybody is gone and then and then while while he put forward so many questions about lord krishna to uddhav ji and uddhav ji discussing them about krishna's he remembered all the krishna's braj leela about how krishna killed putna and how how krishna delivered tranavart and everything so many things and while discussing about this krishna's past times uddhav ji fell unconscious and vidura he saw the symptoms of a great personality in uddhav ji and as soon as he came back to consciousness vidura offered his prostrate dandavat to uddhav ji and he said you please accept me as your disciple you are exhibiting all the symptoms of a great personality and i am looking for such sadhu so please accept me with uddhav ji said no i am younger to you you are elder in age in me and also it is not proper for me because krishna before he departed he has kept some instructions for you and vidura heard what 
Krishna before departing, when Krishna was about to depart, you know, Vidura, sorry, Maitre Rishi and Uddhavji, Krishna spent good amount of time with them. And then he told Maitre Rishi that whatever I am speaking to you, this Bhagavatam, please narrate this to Viduraji. So Vidura, when departing, when he was when when he heard that while Krishna was departing, he kept some instructions for me. Vidura was considering himself as very insignificant. There are so many devotees of the Lord who are present on the planet, and there was a message kept for me. Imagine a spiritual master is departing the world, and he keeps a message for you. And then Uddhavji says that message is kept with Maitreya, and he's waiting for you in Haridwar. Please go. So Vidura offers pranams to Uddhavji, and then he st- he runs for Haridwar. And that is where he meets Vidura, meets Maitre Rishi, or worships him. This is Vidura Maitre Samvad. There are so many intimate discussion goes on about uh, Vidura's, so many questions were put forward to Maitre Ji about the creation of the universal form, uh, of the creation of the material universes and uh, about how uh, this creation, how this world was created, about uh, Karana Daksha Vishnu. The Lord, Lord's first expansion is Karna Daksha Vishnu, and from the pores of Lord, Lord, uh, Lord's Karna Daksha Vishnu's pores, innumerable universes they come, and then Karna Daksha Vishnu expand himself in the in each universe as Garbo Daksha Vishnu, and then from Garbo Daksha Vishnu sprouts up Brahma Ji, and from Brahma the whole universe is created. So all this was described, and then <clears throat> Brahma's. Uh, uh, prayers, how, how Brahma offers prayers. You know, Brahma, when he, uh, when Brahma came out from that lotus flower, he was confused. What should I do? You know, there is nobody, no, there was nobody around. He was only, he was there. He was looking down. He was on the, he was born from the lotus stem. So Brahma was looking down. Who is down? So he, he went to that stem and he was trying to find out the root of who is, who is the root. But Brahma could not find out. He went for ages after ages, years after years, kilometers after kilometers, he was going down. He could not find the source. So Brahma decided, let me go back. So he came back and he sat on that seat and there was a voice, Tapaha, Tapaha, Tapaha. And Brahma performed devotional service. He performed Tapasya. And then Lord manifested in front of him. And the Lord showed him his own abode, the spiritual world to Brahma. And the Lord empowered Brahma to create this universe. And then, when Lord empowered Brahma to create this universe, Lord also said that I am available to you. Whenever you want, I am as a friend, I am available to you. And Lord shook hands, hands with Brahma. So when, you should learn from this, you know. When somebody, you should learn from Krishna that, that someone, you are empowering someone to do your job. Right? At the same time, you should be very friendly with him. And be available to him wherever, whenever he wants. Not that just dictated on him. <laughs> Become a leader, not the boss. So, Lord Krishna, he shook hands with Brahma and he said, all the best. Whenever you need me, you can call me. So, then Vidura also asked about uh, the calculation of time from the atom and... Uh, then there was a, then then how four kumaras were created, how four kumaras manifested from Brahmaji, and then <clears throat> uh, then Hiranyaksha, 
then it, there is a description about uh, jay and vijay they were cursed by four kumaras you know four uh, four kumaras they wanted to visit vaikuntha the four kumaras were actually uh, initially they were when they came they were brahmavadis you know so when they wanted to take darshan of lord vaikuntanath so they went to vaikuntha loka now there are two kinds of vaikuntha one is the maha vaikuntha this is in the spiritual world and one is local vaikuntha prapanchika vaikuntha there is a local vaikuntha office that is called shwetadeep that is also called dhruvaloka and that is also called local vaikuntha prapanchika vaikuntha so these four kumaras they went there and they were stopped hey bachche log kya kar rahe hain yahan pe kids what are you doing here i said we are not kids we want to see the lord of vaikuntha he said he is busy now and then they said you cannot go inside and they took they said we cannot go inside and they cursed you are not fit to stay here and he cursed they were cursed to take birth as demons so they became here the first was hiranyaksha hiranyakashipu then ravan and uh, kumbhakaran and then shishupal and dantavakra so when hiranyaksha ji when he was born hiranyaksha and hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu were born hiranyaksha took the whole earth and he hid in the rasatal and he shook and he shook the uh, whole universe with this act of his and then lord varahadev he came as bore incarnation lifted the earth and situated and made it situated back in his original place and then hiranyaksha became very upset and hiranyaksha and supreme lord had a fierce fight and you know this this fight was so fearful f- fierce fight that lord lord uh, vishnu ha huh? varahadev still considers that hiranyaksha jitay match because hiranyaksha was so powerful fighter actually lord it was lord's arrangement that the four kumaras would come to vaikuntha and uh, jayve and vijay will get cursed because lord wanted to experience veeras and who can give pleasure to the lord in fighting oh ordinary chinnu munnu cannot do that hmm? ordinary fighters what pleasure they will give to lord krishna fighting when someone wants to you know when someone like bhishma pitama is, is qualified enough to give pleasure to lord krishna in fighting huh? but like duryodhana and all they are machads huh? vishwanath chakra thakur you know i will say when vishwanath chakra thakur when he was comparing the strength of bhitama bhishma with the pandavas he said that the pandavas are like mosquitoes yes they pitama bhishma was very powerful personality in 400 years of his life he did not lose one battle that powerful and then there was uh, uh, hiranyaksha uh, was hiranyaksha was killed by the supreme lord and then there was a uh, uh, pregnancy uh, it is it is described about the pregnancy of uh, uh, you know the How, how it was described how the diti became pregnant and because of kashyabrishi and this hiranyaksha hiranyakashipu were born at a very inauspicious time and because of that uh, all the inauspiciousness was created so uh, their their mention is there and then there is a description about uh, uh, marriage of devahuti and kardamuni so from tomorrow onwards we'll discuss about the marriage of kardama and devahuti mm-hmm. from there we'll discuss further thank you very much Hare Krishna